Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, your daily delight of a podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. It is a love letter to the people, the places, and the events of our past which should be celebrated. In today's episode, continuing through our month of dynamic duos, it is a love letter to one of the counterculture comedy icons, Cheech and Chong. They are by far the highest dynamic duo of all time. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me for this love letter to Cheech and Chong right after a brief word from our sponsors. It will definitely not be a buzzkill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dear Cheech and Chong, Rolling Stone magazine got it right when they called you the high priests of stoner comedy. Fifty years after you first met in Vancouver, you were still making us laugh. You started with stand-up routines and comedy records. The success you found from those led to your first feature-length film and cult classic, Up in Smoke, and then you became the voices and faces of early 70s counterculture. Let's go back and see how your story started. Cheech, you were born Richard Anthony Marin on July 13, 1946, in South Central L.A. Ironically, your father, Oscar Marin, was an LAPD officer. Your mother, Elsa, was a secretary. You got your iconic name of Cheech from your uncle, who thought you looked like a chicharone, a fried pork rind, when you were a baby. In your childhood years, your family moved to the suburbs, where you served as an altar boy and attended Catholic high school. You played in a few bands with your friends and thought you might have a future in music. But you were also known as the class clown, which isn't that hard to imagine. Something maybe a little harder to imagine is that you were also a straight-A student. After high school, you went to California State University, where you had an epiphany. It was here that you tried marijuana for the first time and, needless to say, enjoyed it. You were so convinced that marijuana was a good thing that you reflected on all of the things the adults in your life had always told you about it and even began to wonder what else they'd been lying to you about. You became part of the anti-war movement when you were in college, and it was through this that you decided to go to Canada. Let's see how Chong's story began. Chong, you were born Thomas B. Kinchong in Calgary, Alberta, Canada on May 24, 1938. 
Your parents were Stanley, a Chinese immigrant and truck driver, and Lorna Jean, a waitress. Your parents had an interracial marriage, and this caused you to experience racism firsthand when you were a child. Calgary was a conservative place, and it was the 1940s. People were not open-minded. Unlike Cheech, high school was not for you. So at age 16, you decided to drop out. Your love was music, and you were a talented guitarist. Your band was finding success and actually signed with Motown after being recommended to Barry Gordy by Diana Ross and the Supremes. You co-wrote a top 40 hit, Does Your Mama Know About Me? You did what artists do and drew upon your own life for inspiration. Your billboard hit was a ballad about an interracial couple. You even made it to the top five on the R&B charts. It was an impressive start, and it would have been hard to predict that your ultimate success in life wouldn't be in music but in comedy. But things happened, and it didn't end up working out with your band. The timing was perfect for Cheech to walk into your life. Before Cheech and Chong met and became icons of stoner comedy, Tommy Chong was running Vancouver's first topless club. It was called the Shanghai Junk. The Shanghai Junk was not just your average topless club. It also had a naked improv comedy troupe. A what? Yeah, a naked improv comedy troupe. By this time, Cheech was in Vancouver working a part-time job for a local music magazine. The editor suggested he meet with this guy who's running an improvisational theater troupe out of a topless bar in the worst part of Chinatown. It was 1968, and the rest, as they say, is history. Obviously, the meeting was a success, and your creative partnership was on its way. You both had a love of improv and were incredibly talented at making up comedy on the spot. It didn't hurt that in the beginning, while you were developing your act, you already had a built-in audience that was at the club to see other acts involving girls. You quickly learned that your funniest bits were the ones that you took everyday situations and exaggerated them for comedic effect. Throughout your legendary comedy partnership, your funniest and most memorable routines were about your real-life experiences. A perfect example of this from later in your careers is the scene from Up in Smoke, when Cheech comes home drunk and mistakenly pees in the hamper instead of the toilet. With your act worked out, Cheech and Chong headed on to L.A. It was a struggle financially for you, even though you were booking gigs. When you could tell you weren't connecting with audiences, you decided to go back to two of your original comedy characters, lovable stoners, Pedro and Man. Pedro and Man had no problems connecting with audiences. These dope-smoking hippies immediately led to sold-out shows, and Hollywood soon took notice. You were performing at the Troubadour one night when the music producer, Lou Adler, was in the audience. He was impressed and signed you to make your first comedy record. When Cheech and Chong, the comedy masterpiece record, was released in 1971, it was official. You had made it. The audiences and critics didn't even need to see your faces to connect with your vocal depictions, brilliant timing, and hilarious material. The record hit number 28 on the Billboard's charts and earned a Grammy nomination for Best Comedy Recording. It wouldn't be your only Grammy nomination, though. The dynamic comedy duo of Cheech and Chong would go on to be nominated for six Grammys. 
Soon it was obvious that it was time to take Pedro and Man to the big screen. When deciding on the plan for the movie, you chose to go with a mostly improvised plot based on a day in the lives of the characters. Cheech, you told Rolling Stone, it's two guys meet, they decide to form a band together, but first they need a joint. Therein lies your plot. Really, nothing more needs to be said about the plot of your hit, Up in Smoke. But it hit some bumps in the road on the way to becoming a blockbuster. When Paramount President Michael Eisner saw the rough cut, he actually pulled the plug on the film. Fortunately, Lou Adler believed strongly enough in the project that he bought the film back from Paramount with his own money. That probably seemed like a gamble to many at the time, but man, did it pay off. With a budget of not even $2 million, your counterculture comedy grossed $20 million in its first month. Since then, it has grossed well over $100 million and has become the gold standard for stoner films. Several more movies followed. Eventually, audiences were less enamored with the humor of Pedro and Man. You didn't let this stop you. You adjusted and did other things. You worked separately for a while, but in 2008, your fans were thrilled to see you reunited for the Light Up America comedy tour. In 2009, you recorded two shows that became a DVD release of the reunion tour. Also in 2008, you were honored with a roast on TBS, hosted by Brad Garrett, with comedians such as Penn and Teller and Tom Arnold lining up to lovingly roast you. Since then, you've made several guest appearances at events, on radio programs, and on TV shows like The Simpsons. You've delighted fans across the country with your stand-up tours as well. Even now, fans can buy an entire line of grooming products for hair and beard care. These products are, of course, in addition to your typical merchandise and paraphernalia that we might expect from your brand. Here's to you, Cheech and Chong. You have definitely taken a few hits over the years, but you continued to make us laugh. Even now, in your 70s and 80s, you are still riding high. You will always be an iconic comedy dynamic duo. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.